right. What's up? What's going on? Not too much. Um, obviously, we are, uh, we're prepping for the, for the COVID virus. We're ready? You more than me? <laughs> this mask smells like hot garbage. Yeah, mine doesn't smell great either. Can you even understand me? I can understand you, yeah. Hmm? It's a little bit muffled. I wish it was more muffled, if I'm being honest. Because then we could do like a contest to see who can actually tell what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> this is my new shopping attire. This is how I that, get around. Did you actually go into a place wearing that? No, but I want to now. Oh, shit. I thought I, you did. I was thinking about spray painting this black. Okay. That would smell real bad. <laughs> you, those, might, you might actually get high if you do that and you wear it. For those that are listening, uh, Michelle and I are practicing. We're not practicing to say social, social distancing. Oh, I don't know. Something um, else. But we're wearing masks. Wearing masks. Because this is the new. Uh, this is the social norm. This is the new shit now. Yeah. Um, I've seen a lot of people in the supermarket with masks, though. I went in. I did go in once and I didn't. I didn't wear mine. And everybody else did. So I was like, well, I guess I'm. I'm good. Maybe. Uh, I hope. How have you been feeling lately? Oh, well, I'm like an all or nothing person, so I took six vitamins this morning, and now I feel very nauseous. <laughs> That's not a good thing. No, but I'm feeling better, and I'm here. I'm here to hang out with uh, with you and, and talk to everybody out there, so it'll be good. How have you been feeling? I'm going to take this thing off now. No, I think it's going to be fine. No, I don't like this. <laughs> All right. I feel like I'm hyperventilating. It sounds cooler now that there's a rattle in your voice, but I think it's because you can't breathe. <laughs> it's not ideal. Um, but yeah, so we we haven't seen anybody anybody else for the last three weeks, actually. Um, so we decided to meet up today because we know that um, we're safe. Safe social distancing, guys. Don't visit anyone ever. Ever again. Ever again. All right, I'm seriously taking this thing off. All right. I'm done. Oh, my God. All right, I'm going to take this shit off. Oh, there we go. Now I can see. Save that for later. There you go, Cheatham. <coughs> Oh, that's so much better. Oh, my God. My skin is silky smooth. It looks good. Thanks. Quarantine beard looks good. <laughs> Thanks. I trimmed. How's mine look? I trimmed a little bit. You're, you're pretty good. Yep. Portuguese stash is growing yep. in. Fine. It's looking good. Yeah. <laughs> you have a little, like, red. I do? Indent. Yeah. That's oh, funny. I guess I do. That's all right. It's all good. Um, so, yeah, you said that you promised me a story, actually. I don't have any stories. <gasps> I've been inside so long, I feel like I'm going crazy. Oh, yeah, we talked about this the other day. We were, like, we were on the phone, and we were both having trouble describing very normal things. And I was, like, we've both been playing a lot of video games, so I was, like, I feel like my charisma is at, like, a 1 right now, where it should be at a 50. Like, my level is low. I can't (laughs) talk to people. I just feel like a dummy. (laughs) So you're equating everything to video games now? (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. That's, like, my new norm. Like, we've been, a lot of people have been playing Animal Crossing, so... Now, um, when I go out and I see, like, a hyacinth blooming, I'm like, oh, if you, like, crossbreed that flower with this flower, you'll get a new flower. And I'm just fucking... I have no idea. We got, May has been playing <sighs> Animal Crossing for the past fucking two weeks. Yeah, I'm done with it. I've been bored. I haven't... Well, I played it yesterday, but now I'm not going to play it anymore. No. <laughs> I keep saying that, and I keep playing it. 
I think I've been a little depressed. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. I've been depressed. A little bit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, What's today? Like, I, I, I almost feel weird being in the shop right now a little bit. Yeah. It's like, it oh, like I remember though. this place. This place yeah. is the... It's sad. I've been coming in to water the plants. It's been nice to come by every so often. It's sad, though, to have it. Like, there's no life in it because everybody's yeah. home and... Dude, you remember growing. tattooing? Remember we used to do that thing? Yeah, yeah, I think. So if tattooing was, like, done, what would you do now? Oh, fuck. Um... Like you're 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 completely done with like there's no going back to tattooing. Um, you asked me this it's the over. Other day. Um, it's I, over for you, son. You got to choose a new career now. What are you gonna do? I would want to do character design or try and it. So it's tough because if like tattoos done, then you could probably say like a lot of the other, like alongside employer. I'm not gonna be able to talk this episode. It's gonna be rough. Um, <laughs> So if tattooing's done, you can assume that other, like, art. So, like, I would say, like, oh, I'm not going to be able to be, like, a classic artist or an illustrator because a lot of those jobs will also be done, right? Because they're non-essential. Is that what you mean? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Who the fuck's going to pay for art anymore, though? Yeah. I would want to do, like, video game design or something. You're going to have to become a plumber. Like, video games will still be a th- No, what? you're going to be a plumber now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have the best crack. Wait. <laughs> What kind of crack? Butt crack. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were like, I'm going to do drugs now. I'm going to be a plumber. I'm going to sell crack cocaine to my friends and colleagues. Um, plumbing takes forever to get into. I looked into it. I mean, yeah. But As a side note. But um, yeah, uh, mechanic, I think. But everybody like needs plumbers. Yeah. I would mm-hmm. go mechanic. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to Anthony, I think a while ago, and I was like, I like to tinker with stuff. I like to like take stuff apart and jerry rig things. Okay. Um. So mechanic would make sense because everybody needs that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's still interesting. Maybe I could throw some like fucking flames on the side. Be like, wow, check out that. So you want to do body work? Do it. I'll do it all. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> now, probably yeah. a mechanic would make more s- sense if you're looking for like a stable work, right? So, uh, well, <sighs> realism aside, like what, okay. what career would you just be like if i could do anything i'd try this video game like concept art that's what i wanted to do originally really? yeah you but then i went like, into umass Dartmouth no and I, I mean like bad. something that's not in your skill set right now oh uh realistically not unrealistically speaking unrealistically yeah. speaking um travel photographer photographer maybe travel photographer really? yeah <laughs> travel travel the world like go take pictures of animals that'd be dope but also if we're talking about the virus, that's a bad idea. I won't be able to do that. Um, all right. How about you? What did you... What do I have in mind? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Something weird and obscure. I thought you were going to be like, I would be Mad Max. I'd be fucking <laughs> mulling people down. I'm going to be an X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, vigilante. Part-time crime fighter. Like Daredevil, you know what I mean? But yeah, not I just blind. live in my car. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you are. Just fucking fight crime. <laughs> All right, I like it. What do you think? I think it's good. Give me another one because I give I you need, two. I need a costume though. What I mean, would be my superhero name? If I'm like Kickass, I'm not saying like I actually have superpowers. I'm saying like are you talking about Kickass, like you're a Kickass guy or Kickass the movie, like the movie, and also the graphic novel. Because it was basically a kid, yeah, with like 
I feel like I want to see you in like a flannel onesie with a big wrestling belt. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a tag team wrestling belt along the middle. Oh, shit. <laughs> My fucking shit just broke here. So you think I should be like a luchador? I mean, I didn't say that, but yeah, maybe. I like, like a the wrestling idea. mask? I love the idea of, of seeing like you flannel. that way. If you were a superhero, you'd probably wear purple. I know. <laughs> I like was talking to Anthony and I like realized as I was getting ready and I had like my tablet case was purple and I just got a new case for my phone. I haven't put it on yet and it's purple. And then my water bottle was purple and my jacket was purple. And I was like, I need to tone it the fuck down. You're like, what's her name from Breaking Bad? Fuck. You ever seen Breaking Bad? Yeah. Remember um, Hank's wife? What's oh, fuck. Yeah. She did wear a lot of purple. Everything was purple. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. They did a lot of that with the, the show. They had like a lot of color. I love when... Um, like directors of photography do that where there's just like little nuances. Well, yeah, but it was part of her personality. Yeah. It was like her character was like, everything was purple. Like her dress were purple. Her purse was purple. Yeah. The house was fucking purple. She had purple flowers everywhere. It's too much. I didn't do mine intentionally. People also just buy me purple stuff. That's what they think you like. Yeah. It's, I like purple, I guess. (laughs) Like mulberry. You have crazy colors. I actually found pictures of, uh, your old tattoo room. It was like oh, yellow yeah. and green. Yeah. And I toned purple. it down. My old hair was crazy too. It was like orange at the tips and then pink and you then had some purple. rad hair though. I miss it. I can't dye it anymore because my landlord got a new bathtub and I'm not allowed to dye it because it'll like fuck the, the enamel or whatever the fuck on the tub up. That sucks. Yeah, I know. Is it, are but, you doing that because at like out of kindness for I'm her? doing that because she that, told like, me not to do it. And I don't want to pay for the bathtub if we leave. I want my deposit back. You know what I mean? There's got to be a way to bleach that shit, though, right? Probably. I guess it's just like with like certain hair dyes will fuck up the enamel. And, and I remember you it. fucked up a hotel room. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> you had what? the pinkest hair. See? And were you drunk? Uh, probably. I think, we, yeah. It's Fourth of July were... weekend. It was party time. <laughs> right? <laughs> We weren't at a convention. But you went, you, you took a shower and then you were trying to dry your hair, but you were lying on your back and you were, I think you were blow drying your hair out like back, but you're on your back and you were kicking the door open because it's, it was on like a, it, it was on a hinge that it, it was a heavy door. So it was swing shut okay. really fast. So you just kept kicking the door open because it was really hot in the bathroom. So you, but you couldn't get air, but you... <laughs> I, I swear you were lying on your you. back and but you just why didn't you think to just prop the door open with something heavy why was i lying on my back i always stand up to blow dry my hair i don't hair. know you were lying on your back though to dry drunk. your hair probably drunk and then when i went in to take a shower everything was pink <laughs> the fucking walls were pink the bathtub was pink that's my bad it was insane i don't remember that uh play the fifth uh <laughs> I remember the pillow. I think the bag fucked up the pillow, too. I've done that oh, to many yeah, that's hotel right. rooms. Yeah. Sorry, hotels everywhere. Uh, my bad. <laughs> that's why they get white, because you can bleach it. It'll, it'll come out. <laughs> we hope. We hope. It's like a fucking unicorn came through. And- <laughs> <laughs> it is true, yeah. I've had dyed hair forever. This is like the first... I think this past year was the first time since I was I honestly, 14 I, I didn't have any. I'm a typical guy. I haven't noticed that you didn't have dyed hair at that's all. That's okay. So All good, man. I'm just like, oh, it's Michelle. Hi. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I got new glasses, too. Oh, you did? Oh, shit. Yeah, they look good. Thank you. I did not. I did get new glasses, but 
I remember um, they have magnets on them. Yeah, but I can't. They're giving me headaches, and I can't. Oh, I still shit. can't see through still? them. So okay. I think I have to change my prescription because something's fucky with them. These are my old glasses. Yeah, like that's a good use of fucky. It's one of my favorite fucky. adjectives. Yeah. Things are getting fucky around it's here. Getting real fucky around Things, here. Speaking of fuckery, mm. so outside looks like normal, like normal style. There's not the apocalypse going on. Everybody's yeah. just walking around, having a good time. I yeah. saw about a billion fucking people on the bike path. Mm-hmm. That's like a thin area too. Like it's a narrow. That's a narrow path. Yeah. And uh, and I went I, I went for a walk one time too. I think I told you this the other day. And it was like a like a full family, like three generations worth. Like it was like the baby, and then the baby's mother, and then that mother's mother, and that mother's mother. And they were all checking on the baby. And I was like, "Do you need fucking five? Wait, there was to do five this? generations of there moms. Was, there were three generations, I think, of mom. <laughs> or yeah, there's like the mom, the grandmother, and then like older woman who might be great grandmother. And like, and then there was the male version of that, and these two guys were like smoking huge, huge cigars, like just like a turd's worth of a cigar in their mouth, and like blowing the smoke like into the baby carriage, basically, from what I could see. And I was like, I feel like the baby's crying because there's smoke in its eyes, and all the women are fussing over the baby, like, "Whoa, what's wrong? I can't imagine what would be wrong." I'm like, "Well, you guys are taking up the whole fucking Is that like lane." Grandpa, fucking smoking that shit. Probably grandpa and dad. Hey, that's a good fucking looking baby right there. Hey, that's a good looking baby. I'll give it a kiss. Um, but yeah, so they were doing that, taking up like the entire, just the entire street. And I was like, there's like seven of you. What are you doing? No. Um, I feel like you could argue that, like, I'm aggravated that people aren't really taking this shit seriously. Well, yeah, because I want to go back to work. Right. But also I want people to be careful. And the more, the more people that aren't taking this seriously, the lesser chance that we have to get back to work. Yeah, for sure. Um, because numbers are ramping up in Rhode Island as we speak. Um, yeah, the other problem is, like, if we don't have gloves, we can't, like, even if we got cleared to go back to work, there's a huge shortage of gloves, which I'm sure everyone yeah. is aware. Like, we actually donated some from the shop last week to the Rhode Island Hospital. Um, but they're running out, and so we can't get gloves. So, like, we, we have, like, a few boxes left, like, set aside for when we can work. But after that, it's going to yeah. be it. Um, so it is affecting us, but we're going to... You know, stay positive. <laughs> I've been broken by this a little bit for sure. I feel really? like, yeah, I'm always very positive. This last week wasn't, it wasn't my best week, but it wasn't my worst. Yeah. Just trying to stay up, bebop around. I mean, I can't wait for all of us to get back to doing what we love to do, which is tattoo. Yeah, I agree. I miss my clients. I miss, obviously, yeah, me I miss my girls. I think everybody's been and really... Jared. Positive. All our clients have been super, super good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We thank you guys from the bottom thank of our hearts you. for being really, really cool yeah. about it. So um, it's not something that we take lightly. Like, we're all very serious about um, flattening the curve. And, I mean, you could argue that we're probably – we shouldn't be talking today with each other. Yeah, Like, but- this is considered, like, a meeting. <clears throat> I've seen, like, 100 memes scolding people. I'm like, no, you can't visit fucking anybody. Yeah, but we've also haven't visited any, like, I haven't visited anyone for, I think, over three weeks. I haven't seen a soul uh, besides my wife yeah. and two dogs. Yeah. So. And me, with, except for Anthony, and he hasn't seen anybody new either for, I think, three weeks now. Yeah. Um, and me and you, we had that arrangement, too, where we were like, all right, let's not see anybody. And then yeah. if we're good after, like, two to three weeks, which three weeks is even being even more careful, yeah. which is what we waited to, then we'll meet up and we'll. We'll do another little announcement. Hey, man, we're running a business, so fuck it. We 
have yeah. to get shit done. It's true. Yeah. We need to do business meeting stuff. And that's I love how we're like validating ourselves. Like we don't need to say this to yeah, anyone. We're, we're like, fucking way better than everybody else. So if you have a problem with that, <laughs> I'm sorry. I think it is because like it feels weird. Like once you've been in your house for so long and you haven't seen anyone, you feel guilty. Like yeah. just seeing a person. You're I don't like, oh like God, what is walking by people. Like okay, I've I crossed did... the the road six times on my way. I cross before I get to them, and then cross yeah. back, and then I cross back. <laughs> okay, so I went for a run the other day, um, and it was kind of like dreary, rainy, and mm. I didn't think like oh, I was like, well, the weather's kind of shit, and it's a little cold, so I don't think anybody's going to be out. That's what I thought too. Um, and there wasn't a lot of people out, honestly. There was like a couple people on the bike path and stuff, but yeah, I made sure I gave him like a twelve foot, like area of operation yeah you know so but i always felt like a piece of shit when i walked by them or ran by them because i would like go way out like i was on the grass like all the way around them and it'd be like a a mom and her kid (laughs) i just wouldn't make eye contact but yeah i was like yeah you're fucking nasty (laughs) yes it is true though i don't want to breathe your air yeah that you're breathing well it's spooky too because like I never checked this, but my mom told me this, and, like, a couple of people said they said it on the news, where, like, it, it'll it last, like, an hour. Like, if someone sneezes, it'll last an hour in the air if there's, like, vapor or droplets. Ugh. Yeah, so my mom told me that, and she's like, wear your glasses, have Anthony wear sunglasses when you go to the grocery store. And I was like, okay, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> I need a big hamster ball <laughs> to get around. <laughs> I want to see that. Can you imagine uh, somebody rolling around in a hamster ball in the fucking supermarket? Like, knocking shit off of the shelves and shit. <laughs> uh, Anthony already has people telling him he looks like Jake Gyllenhaal from Bubble Boy. And he was like, I'm not fucking doing that. I'm not Bubble Boy. I forgot he was in that. I didn't even know that was Jake Gyllenhaal. I've never Holy seen shit. the movie, actually. But that Anthony talks about it a lot. So yeah. I know what it is. <laughs> but, but yeah. Yeah, I do. I, I feel like it's like a weird thing to be prejudiced against people that are like just normal. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah, to feel like, oh, get away from me. I don't know yeah. you. You're yeah. Nobody trusts cookies. anybody, which makes sense. No one's friendly anymore, which is fine. Except for there's like a porch woman on my street. A porch woman? Porch woman. What? There's two of them. And they were like doing pedicures the other day. And like we like walked by and like me and Anthony are just like, we're like, we're on a mission. We're going to walk. We're going to stay away from everyone. And it's going to be fine. We're not going to talk to anybody. Uh, And then these two ladies are like, oh, hey there. How's it going? But like, you know, when someone is so friendly to you, you're like, oh, shit. Do I know you? Did I tattoo you? So then I'm like, I don't like when people are nice to me. Yeah, well, I'm suspicious also. But also, like, they were so friendly and so, like, like it felt like I should have known who they were. And I was like, oh, uh, hey. And they're like, beautiful day, wouldn't you say? I'm like, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> what? Did they really like, sound like that? Yeah. And they, and they were just like. Wouldn't you say? What, I don't <laughs> what know. the fuck? <laughs> Is this I, the 20s? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess they weren't that old. But no, they were just, <laughs> she was just like, she's my girlfriend. We're just doing our nails, you know. Oh, we hate being inside. And I'm like. We're running. Like, we're trying to, like, go on a jog. (laughs) But, like, I think people are just, like, they're so sick of, like, not talking to anybody and being, like, stuck inside. They're like, please. Like, I know you're on a run, but, like, I'm doing my nails. Talk to me about it. Yeah, that's weird. People are really friendly in Warren sometimes. We have some interesting characters here. Warren's weird, for sure. Yeah. Rhode Island is weird in general, I think. Maybe it's because it's small. I like it here now. But people, I I feel bad because I'm not... I'm not always friendly in public because my mom brought me up to be very suspicious. Yeah. Mostly of men and then also of everyone else. 
<laughs> Jesus. <laughs> She's just a suspicious woman. <laughs> I was talking to Chris Dodd the other day, and uh, he was like, yeah, it's we we're talking about history. And mm. I was like, how are you such a cool cucumber throughout all this? And he was like, I gave up years ago. I'm like, that's. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> oh. I think it just means like, like he's just not going to waste his energy on uh, trying to fix like terrible things that happen. He, he teaches history. So I imagine when you teach history and you teach about awful shit all the time. Yeah. It's kind of like, yep, this shit happens. There's nothing you can do about it. So what he was saying is, is that it's a miracle to him every time we're how do, how do I put this? He says it's like a miracle to him every time we're not raped or murdered. Mm. So, like, rape is just around the corner. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, talking about your mom, that's like... Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Okay, yeah, now I'm seeing the connection. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yes. Um, mom has, like, some weird stories, too. She told me a story about how... Um, so she's from Taunton, and she used to work at a Polaroid factory, which I, I feel like it may have been, like, New Bedford. It's, like, south area, like, maybe near Taunton. Yeah. And um, she was working there for a while. And, like, one of the men that she worked with just, like, at work sometime, and this is probably during the 70s. Yeah, this is definitely during the 70s or, like, really late 60s. Um, and he was just like, oh, I bet I can get you to, like, go down on your knees, like, for me. She was like, no, I don't, no, I don't think you can. But also, like, what the fuck? Like, why would you say that to someone that you're working with? He was, and he was like, all the guys, he was like, oh, yeah, I bet, I bet you can. So, like, he did a thing where, like, if you grab someone's wrist and you turn them in, mm-hmm. like, usually, like, it just kind of makes you, like, lower. Yeah. And she fucking bit him and drew blood Where'd she on his him? arm. He, she oh. fucking bit him. And he was like, what the <laughs> that's fuck? A, that's a key. <laughs> that's, that's a key bit of information. <laughs> where was the bite? Where'd but, yeah, so <laughs> she got called into the office because she bit a man during work, and I'm like, good for you, ma. And she's like, yeah, and I go into that fucking office, and I tell the guy, I'm like, you know what he tried to do to me? He tried to get me on, his, on my knees. Your mom's damn, hardcore. Damn straight, I'm not going to go on my fucking knees for that guy. And I was like, yeah, mom, get him. So she she raised all of the, well, my first sister is raised very, very sweetly. My mom was, like, a very sweet, beautiful woman. And then, like, as each daughter is raised, she becomes, like, more acquainted with reality. Right. And like all the fucked up shit that could happen. Yeah. Um, it sounds like Portuguese anxiety to me. Like it is, but it's not. That's unfounded. exactly what it is. Yeah. Like, because <laughs> I safe. have a bit of Portuguese in my family too. And, yeah. And they're like, "Be careful. Yeah. Don't go anywhere without your raincoat." <laughs> <laughs> you might, know what I mean? It might fucking yeah. rain. <laughs> <laughs> like the raincoat is code for handgun. <laughs> Don't leave your raincoat. Just at anything home. you might need, fucking take it with you. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's good advice. That's how my father is with um, flashlights, like mag lights and maps. I have like five flashlights everywhere. Every time me and you go on a road trip for tattoo convention, my dad's like, go to AAA, get a handheld map. You're going to need it. I'm like, okay. I don't usually do it. That's that's old school wisdom right there. It is. And honestly, that's that's real. Do kids even know how to fucking read a map? Probably not. I sound super boomer right now, but seriously. I don't know. I remember, I like, going on road trips and having to, like, go on MapQuest. Hmm. There was no, like, Google Maps or anything. Mm-hmm. That's how old I am. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember my first day at my apprenticeship with Fred Cheatham. Um, my car got broken into the night before, and someone stole my GPS and my purse, and I, like, called in and, like, definitely did not, or whoever. I should redo that. I'll bleep that name out. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, cool. 
Um, they didn't believe me, whoever they were. Um, because I got a talking to when I arrived, but I had to print out fucking MapQuest, and it's such garbage to be on the highway reading small font. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like flipping through the pages. I felt really bad because you were crying. Oh, yeah. Because I had to go to the police <laughs> office that day, and I'd never had like my car broken into or anything. And I'm not like a crier usually yeah. at all. It was just like a shit week. Our boss was like, the apprentice is late on the first day. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> And, and it was such like a, <laughs> it was such a crazy excuse. It is a great, yeah. I didn't like not want to believe you. Yeah. I feel like I also <laughs> called you and you were like, oh, you're coming in today. And I was like, yeah, this is supposed to be my first day. And then you were like, oh, okay. When will you be in? And I was like, well, I'm going to be late. <laughs> like I could have just not shown up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We kind of created that own problem for... Uh. Both of us. It was funny. Because, I mean, we both looked like shitheads, according to our boss, but... We did? Yeah. Oh, Because I was vouching for you, and he was like, she better get it together, or you're not picking any of the apprentices anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so... Good job, Fred. Yeah. Way to fuck that up. Look at us now. Look at me, I'm a piece Look of shit, shit now. Just <laughs> <laughs> <Dennis> joking. <laughs> get maps, people. Everyone's buying toilet paper? Buy maps. Yeah, maps are where, where it's at, man. It is true, though. Yeah. Is MapQuest even a thing anymore? Uh, I feel like I f- they probably went out of business for sure. I mean, they're just a website. I I feel like they might still be around. There's still a lot of places that don't get very good reception for cell phones and shit like that. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of weird people in Warren. Yeah? Mm-hmm. They're wandering around? Yeah. Okay. That's why we lock our door at night in case anyone in Warren? know that. Yeah. Warren's not going to like this podcast at all. No, they're going to be fine. It's not I mean, bad. there's a lot of cool people in Warren, too. Yeah. Warren was named the hippie capital of Rhode Island, which I don't know if it's a good or bad thing. Where did you read that? Um, the internet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm not familiar with this. Yeah. I'll allow it. Apparently, okay, Warren is, like, super hippie. I could get that because there's, like, a lot of galleries and yeah. other interesting ventures here. Lots of, uh, you know. Secondhand stores. Yeah. Tweed pants. Tweed pants. Uh, um, I smell like onions. Jesus Christ. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Guys are lucky that you're just listening. Uh, <laughs> I think we fit right in, don't you? Kind of. Yeah, maybe. We're like, we're like the, the bougie tattoo shop. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's like very hipster over here, I think, yeah. to a certain degree. When we first moved to Warren, uh, there was nothing... In the storefronts at yeah. all. There was absolutely nothing. Everything I remember, was empty. like, being uh, worried. I was we like, were coming fuck. right off the uh, the last recession, mm-hmm. and businesses were just starting to grow a little bit more, and mm-hmm. people were moving in, and rent was really low, and we found this spot. Uh, rent was great. It was yeah. Perfect. So nope. um, we were introduced to Warren's residence um, pretty quickly. It's very confusing. Things got weird. Yeah. <laughs> so one of my favorite stories, though, is Bear Man. Yes. Um, so I used to have this bear rug. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Portsmouth, yep. It was a real bear. It was a black bear. Um, my little brother, Henry, shot the thing in Maine years ago, and my dad had it stuffed and turned into, like, a really nice bear rug. It doesn't exist anymore. I wish it did. Um, yeah. It got ruined in a basement, um, unfortunately. That's how we all go. Yeah. In a basement. Basements are spooky. Don't go in there. <laughs> That's how we all go. <laughs> so 
I had this thing in the tattoo shop um, before we had any of these extra booths. So it was just like a big open space. Yeah, we had my a huge booth. lobby. And we didn't have the other side yet. It was just two rooms. It was just you and I. Um, crazy how far we've come. Yeah. But anyway, I had this bear rug displayed out in the front in the lobby. And it was just hanging out. And there was this guy that would peek in every now and then. He saw the bear rug. So he would come in and he would get down on all fours and he would go, you are so cute to the bear. And he would give it kisses. And he would ignore us sitting on the cup. The first he would time it say happened, anything. He nope. would just yep. come in and he would completely ignore anybody yeah. that was in the shop. And just, me and you were on the couch. The and he just, yeah. so, so cute. You want some kisses? Mm-hmm. And he would kiss the kiss bear. Him on the nose. And it was the most terrifying thing <laughs> in the world. It was spooky because we were just watching and he would come in and he would do that and he would leave and he would never talk. It was like he couldn't see us. I was like, maybe this guy's a ghost. Not really. He but. used to come in every day though. Yeah, he did. He'd have a bouquet of flowers mm-hmm. for nobody. Well, that's, <laughs> that's debatable because if you asked him. Who so, was he giving those flowers to? He had a new. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. I don't know. So, well, no, because he talked to your to your wife once after. So he was heartbroken when the bear rug was gone, and that was the first time that we spoke to him. It was like two years. Yeah, right. We didn't see him for a while after the bear rug was gone, and then he came in and he was talking to Fred's wife May, who works the front desk, and he had a drawing with him. Was he talking with her or at her? I, I, th- <laughs> I think to her. Yeah. Because um, he was explaining. <laughs> <laughs> So the first time he was explaining that, he, he had a photograph of a woman, and he was tracing over her. And he said, once I trace over her face, she will be complete, and she will be my girlfriend, and she will come to life. Oh, he had that framed woman. Yeah, the framed woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then the second that time he came by with- That was some fucking serial killer shit. Yeah, with flowers. The flowers were for the framed woman. So- <laughs> I forgot that. Yeah. So that's, that's who the had, flowers were so, for. All yeah. right, let's paint this picture for everybody. So there's a guy walking around Warren mm-hmm. with a picture of a woman. Yeah, unsure of And a bouquet of flowers. Yeah. How old is he, you think? he's He's got gray hair. 50s, Yeah, he's, I think. No, probably 50s, 60s. I'd, probably, think, I'd say late 50s. I don't know, my parents are 60s. But I don't know, it's I don't little, know. he's almost like ambiguous about it. It is it's true, because like, he has a childlike... Mm-hmm. Um, Look, I don't know. He's he's definitely not all there. It's probably fine. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not so this guy there. used to come in, kiss the bear. He'd say hi to the bear every fucking day. Every day he'd come in. Yeah. And I just got used to it. And I was like, this guy. Yeah, it was very normal. This guy seems totally harmless. Yeah, you were like, this okay, point. this is fine. It's like, cool. Uh-huh. I <laughs> it got so good that he would come in and I'd have clients and I wouldn't say shit to my clients and I just yeah. let it happen. <laughs> And he'd come in and, you are so cute. And he'd smooch the bear and fucking leave. And he'd be like, all right, bye. Uh, bye-bye. And he'd be like, all right, see you later. And then he'd leave. And my client would be like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. I love that. I love to watch people look at each other like, did you see fucking... I was like, fucking that's Bear Man. Yeah, it's Bear Man. Fucking Bear Man, man. Um, <laughs> he also had um, High Five Guy. Oh, high five man. Yeah, high five I man. Like high five man. High five man was nice. Um so he he's so quiet. There was a guy, we call him high five man and he comes in and he, he gives wants everybody to give high fives. Everybody a high but five. he's mute. He doesn't yes. say anything. He yeah. won't say shit to you. He just no. smiles he and he, he gives you high high fives. 
Um, but he snuck into and then he, the he shop. Point, he point, he point up, and then he give you another. <laughs> I can't not when you. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, and then he'd come in, and then he'd use the potty. Oh, he, he didn't. I don't think he used our. What was the story with the potty? Oh, that was um, down the street. Um, there is a cafe down there, and I guess that he would do the same thing. So, like when he came into our shop, I actually like. Fred thought that he was one of, like, my clients, like, plus one, basically. And I thought that he was with your clients. Because I remember I turned around and I was making a stencil, and he was just standing. I don't know how long he was standing there. He was just standing there like this. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Oh, fuck. Um, and then I was like, you can't be back here. Like, you need you need to go now. And then <laughs> and then I think you gave him, like, an elbow because you were tattooing or something. Do you remember? I don't remember that at all. I remember that because he, he fucking scared me. He was just me. hanging out? Yeah, he's fine. I think I like, do remember that now. Yeah, but yeah. it scared the shit out of me because cool no one's in the back usually. Um, I thought he used the bathroom and he wasn't going to the bathroom. He was just making fart noises. So that was, yeah. <laughs> he was just in there for an hour. just. Yeah, so that happened at a restaurant down the street. They let him use the bathroom. And then she told us that story where he was just on the potty pretending and laughing. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Uh he also came in during like Halloween time when we had candy there, and he just sat on the couch for like twenty minutes and ate so much candy. And then May was like, "Okay, that's the last candy. Yeah. That's all." And he like would grab another handful. There's a girl it. that comes in to eat candy every time we're here. Yeah, if we're open, she'll come in just to eat the candy and leave. She doesn't say shit. She mm. just eats the candy. Huh? Yeah, I think I annoying. heard about her because wasn't the door locked once? And May was like, "Yeah, May doesn't like her." Yeah, because she's just she's coming in and good candy. candy. Also, if she's under 18, she shouldn't be in here. E? E? She comes in, I'll be like, how old are you? I'll put my low voice on. <laughs> Let me hear that low voice again. How old are you? Can you go lower? How old are you? Whoa. Thanks. Oh, snap. You got some soul in that voice. <laughs> um, do you remember Phil the pirate? <gasps> yes. <laughs> I do remember him. Oh, my goodness. That was the old shop. That was when I first realized that if someone's riding a bike all the time, it's because they may have had a DUI. <laughs> because or, originally... Or something else. Well, <laughs> or something else. But in this case, he did tell us a story about it. Um, was it, it was like a fixed gear bike? bike? What? Was it like a fixed gear bike? Was oh, he like hipstering it on or something? Oh, I'm not even sure. I know that he always rode a bike and he, he had told a basket me, on it. Yeah, he told me he lost his license. So I was like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I lost my... Let's fucking fill the pirate. Hey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's, hey, what's going on? He was like down the street. So my I know a buddy. His name's Rick, and he uh, makes uh, he makes dildos out of out of stone and wood. It's is crazy. that real? Yeah, this is a real story. That he's told oh, shit. Me. He used to come. I didn't. He would come in fucking blasted yeah. on booze, and he told yeah. me this story yeah. about yeah. him picking one up and holding it and being like, "Oh, what's this?" <laughs> we don't know, Phil. Phil the pirate. He had a big fucking beard. And he'd wear a bandana. Yeah. And all he needed was, was, was an iPad. He called himself Phil the Pirate. Do you remember why? I remember why. No, I don't remember okay. why. So the reason why he called himself a pirate was that, oh, uh, one time, so uh, my buddy, you know, he told me I could borrow his boat, but I guess he forgot. So I went, you know, and I, I borrowed his boat. But then, you know, he said I stole it and he put out like the cops were after me because I stole this boat. So now I'm Phil the Pirate. Is that when he was like, subpoena everybody. Subpoena the <laughs> fucking mayor. Subpoena the, the judge. Subpoena the lawyers. Yeah, probably. Subpoena- <laughs> he just started fucking talking crazy. So the other thing that sticks out 
to me about him is that whenever he was riding his bike, he would have two PBR tall boys in each pocket, <laughs> each pocket of his military jacket. He'd go like one for the ride to the bar and one for the ride home. Yeah. <laughs> He came by with my buddy Jimmy, and he was talking to us, and he was like, when I was in the military, <laughs> he was like, when I was in the military, they teach you how to kill people silently. He was like, this is one move I learned. It was called the double kidney stab. And he was like, all you do is you take two knives, you stab them in the kidneys, and they die silently. <laughs> Untrue. <laughs> Like, why not the lungs? I don't know. <laughs> it's just the, the fucking, the sneaky double kidney stab. I've never been so silent. I don't know what happened to Phil the pirate, but we've moved since from Portsmouth. Oh, man. He, he used to be by what every day. What a treasure day. of a man. He would just come by just to be like, yeah, hey, he oh, yeah. I was, uh, out, yeah. I was like, what's going on, Phil? He was like, ah, I was doing some work down in this guy's house. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, carpentry. And, and then uh, I was putting some roof over in this guy's house. That's uh, my Michael, whatever is Michael Barabee's, you know, he's he's got a lot of work, you know. And then I was uh, I was doing some plumbing over. He would just tell me all yeah, about his jack of all trades. I was like, wow, this is uh, interesting conversation. <laughs> all right. Well, I got I would get stuck in that, that yeah. kind of fucking yeah. loop conversation. Yeah. He would forget to because he told me the same same thing every time he's like. I don't have any tattoos, but I've been thinking, you know, the same, you know, it keeps sticking in my brain. I just want to get an American Eagle on my chest. I, I remember that. Yeah, and yeah. I'd be like, well, let me know when you're ready to pull the trigger, Phil. Yeah. And he'd be like, oh, I just don't know. But, like, maybe if you draw up something, I'll take a look at it, and then I'll critique it because I'm an artist. And I'm like, no. He would. Come, I would work late hours sometimes, too, and he'd come yeah. in. And he wouldn't even remember coming oh in. Oh, my God. He would, like, scare all the clients. <laughs> I didn't, like, yeah, I wasn't there often when you weren't around, but I feel like we used to do that more often yeah. back then, and we would work later Yeah, shit hours. was a little bit more Wild West back then, I think, for yeah. us. Um, but I didn't, I would lock the doors if, I didn't yeah. like having him around when you weren't there. I think he came in just because I forgot that the door was unlocked. Probably, he was like, he let me just. he came in, yeah, and he had his two tall boys. <laughs> And then he would come in the next day, and I'd be like, Phil, you remember last night? Because he would come in and be like, hey, what's up? <laughs> and he'd come in the next day, and I'd be like, what's going on, Phil? And he's like, ah, not much. Uh, got some work to do. And I'm like, you remember last night? And he'd be like, no. He was like, what happened? I said, you were here? He was like, ah, I was, I was fucking wasted. I was here. I was everywhere. <laughs> Small town. <laughs> Oh, man, I forgot about Phil. That brings back some good memories. I kind of felt bad for him. Oh, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, because he wasn't a bad guy. He was just he was out there. Oh, yeah. He sure. just... Co the cops did not like him, for sure. He caused a lot of trouble. Yeah. He was... Yeah. He seemed like he was, like, somewhat harmless, except for when he stole that guy's boat. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was homeless for the most part. He could have been. He was always, like, like, camping he... out. He, like, camped out for, like, two months. Yeah, that um, sounds familiar. In the, Because, you know, like, down where we used to work, uh, Island Park, it's like a strip of land. Mm. And then it kind of is like a cove of water. Yeah. And it's pretty shallow. And he said he, like, camped out over on one of those little islands for, like, two months or something. Dang. I think that was part of the boat story. That could be. Yeah. <laughs> Just running away. Yeah. 
two months. Uh, the, I mean, it could be the same. I think one. he got arrested for stealing that boat, actually. Yeah, that makes That's sense. He was like, oh, subpoena this guy, yeah. subpoena that guy. And subpoena everybody. I'll make everybody fucking get subpoenaed. Yeah. But also, if someone says you can borrow Whatever that boat, means. I don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> You're just like, okay, Phil, go get him. <laughs> Cheers. <No. laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. It's Phil, the pirate. I think every tattoo shop's got like their their weird person. Yeah, we're like I a do bug like light it. for fucking weird things. Yeah, you know, as long as it's not disrespectful or like violent stuff, then I'm good. Like I don't mind like a little like a quirky person. Yeah, kind of fun for the most part. You know, I kind of miss the bear man a little bit. Yeah, I see him every so often. Oh, and then there's the other guy that comes in and shames your wife <clears throat> for not being Catholic. Oh yeah, and he is he also yeah. He also doesn't speak, so he just he goes just, like this. He holds up his fucking cross. And he holds up his cross, asks you, because it says you, that you, he's Catholic. You? You yeah. this? Are you? Yeah. And then she's like, no. And she'd be like. And then he shunts it with the finger. You go, yeah. ah, shame. Um, which I'm he like, was wow, in, that's He was in Nectar uh, stealing cookies. Yeah, because he tries to haggle with her yeah. also. Right. And she's like, I'm not, no, I'm not haggling. Yeah. Like, money or money, cookie. Like, that's how it goes. <laughs> And then she'll like turn around and talk to someone for a second and grab the cookies and run. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Except for that, I don't think she swears like I swear. She doesn't say that. Um, but yeah, delicious cookies down there. Yep. I miss cookies. Any other weirdos lately? We had Sleepy Man. Oh, yeah. There was a very sleepy man once. That was, that got dark. Yeah. A little bit. There's a guy coming in and he was like, not not with it. Yeah, so he, <laughs> to say the least, he was falling asleep while talking at the counter. Yeah, so he came in before his appointment. He came in, and he was falling asleep on the counter and talking to May. Um, and then he said, I'm here for my hair appointment. And she said, no, you're not. And also, what's your name? And we looked him up. And his appointment wasn't until next week. But he was, like, actively just, like, falling asleep on the counter. You thought we were, like, the barbershop? He thought. He didn't know what he thought, probably. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Because when he came back, you mentioned that. You were like, you were in here last week. We have cameras. And he was like, oh. All I know is that he came in for his appointment. He was too fucked up to get the the tattoo. Yeah, like, if you're it was falling obviously asleep, drugs. we're not going to do yeah. it. And we were like, nah, son. You got to either come back when you're straight or just not come in at all. I think we actually ended up canceling the appointment. We did. We, and we, he was pissed. Yeah. He was like, I'm not tired. I'm, I just work a lot. Or something well, you said, like I've been working nine to fives all week. And yeah. we're like, isn't that a normal shift? <laughs> like, he sent us an angry email. Yeah. Like, I work fucking more than anybody else, all you you jerks. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to tell everybody you guys are bums. You fucking bums. You scumbags. You're a bum rock. So um, I was like, just give him this fucking $20 deposit back. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Get him out of here. Because it's not like we permanently can't. We were like, listen, we'll reschedule you for next week. Come in. When you're not so exhausted, you're falling asleep everywhere. Yeah. Because um, he didn't say he had narcolepsy or anything. That's when you fall asleep everywhere, right? Oh, uh, yeah. He was just like, I'm just tired from working so hard. And yeah. Okay. Um, but I love that. Like, So re- so we give him the deposit bag and check for him, and he went to cash it at our bank. And the teller gave us a call. She was like, I have a very sleepy gentleman here with a check that's from you guys. Is that legit? (laughs) Yeah, that sounds about right. (laughs) You're like, yep. And then I didn't feel bad because like whenever you make calls like that, you're like, fuck, like I hope that guy wasn't just super duper sleepy. But like in your gut, you know, (laughs) like, you know, (laughs) I don't do drugs. I'm just sleepy. I'm so 
tired. <laughs> okay. Come back when you're not. No. So tired. Is cereal soup? Oh, I mean, cereal is pizza, but everything's pizza. What? <laughs> Sorry. I have this joke with Anthony where, like, everything's just different versions of pizza. So I'll just be like, cereal is just toasted small pizza. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's a joke. How the fuck does that work? Because <laughs> I love pizza. And also pizza. Pizza's just dough. So it's just like, but okay. But it's cereal so, soup. Uh, no, it's not cereal. Why not? Because it's more similar to oats than it is to soup. But soup? Because you don't cook it. Soup is, okay, What what is the, it's liquid and it's got stuff in it. That's a soup, right? I'm so glad you're asking me this question right now. Because you, you right can, there's such alley. things as like cold soup, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's um, mascarpone. No. Is that mascarpone soup? I have no Am idea. Am I making shit is. up? I don't, I don't know. Hey, you know, Goodbye, you want gazpacho. some of that uh, gazpacho gazpacho soup. Yeah, hey. yeah, 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 yeah. That's the word I was thinking. Why did I say <laughs> mascarpone? <laughs> gazpacho soup. Hey, let me get some of that at Gestapo's. Gazpacho. Gestapo's is not soup. I'm going it's... down to Gasparo's, getting a bottle of wine. The liquor store. It's a local joke. <laughs> Phil Gasparos. The liquor store. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always like, hey, let's go over there to Spachos. Fucking get a, a a thing of wine. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> soup, but soup is also cooked for usually long periods of time. Oh, you can have cold soup. There's but you such have to cook like it. Russian before. cold. There's a soup in Russia that's cold as fuck. But don't you cook it first? Because that's how they do it. Yeah, in but Russia. how are you cooking the vegetables? You don't. You cook them with ice. Fred, you're lying and you know it. No, I'm serious. That's, they don't cook anything. It's just fucking... I think you eat it cold, cold but it at, has to be cooked. No, I don't know. You better look that shit I up. I forgot what it's called. It's just like a... Um, I think you're right. What is it called? Gazpacho? Yeah, it is, gazpacho is a cold soup. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Isn't it Russian? <laughs> I'm just saying you have to cook the ingredients of the soup first and then serve it cold, I think. Are you sure? Um, I feel pretty sure. Okay, so you, could you argue that when they make Cheerios, they bake them first, and then they cool down, and then you throw it in cold cereal, cold milk, right? Yeah, you could argue it's that. It's soup. Cereal is soup. You it's just it's a cold soup. soup. Yeah. Also, in a lot of cultures, they eat soup for breakfast. <laughs> they do? So that's another tick towards your argument. Okay. Helping well, you out know. over here. I wanted you to argue against me. Oh, okay. Okay. So we're in agreement then. Good job. Well, yeah. I just think yeah. it's funny to think of like foods as other th- foods, but like deconstructed. Like cereal is just deconstructed pizza, which is dough that's been baked and put in milk. Just so milky pizza. Can you make a, a pizza cereal? Cereal pizza? No. Yeah. Can you make a? It would be soup, which I guess you said cereal is cereal. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a cereal pizza. Like, would you take like? Ooh. That would be dessert pizza. That'd be delicious. Right? Like cinnamon toast crunch with mm-hmm. frosting on a cookie. I'm That's down. too I'm rich down. for me, but I would I'd give it a shot. Okay. That'd be good. I've been wanting to bake a bunch of shit since we've been in quarantine. Everybody does. Yeah. Did you know that there's a shortage of yeast right now? Yeah. Because well, and flour. people are like they bought all the bread and we're Assholes. need to get it we're gonna need to bake make, more bread. Make bread in the apocalypse. I don't eat a lot of bread. You can make yeast pretty easily, by the way. You told me that, yeah. yeah it's just fruit, it? sugar, and water. Could you do it with vinegar, apple cider vinegar? Because isn't apple cider vinegar comes from fruit, sugar, and water? I mean, yeah, technically. You have to research but I don't it, guys. Know. We'll get to the bottom. I know that if you have like a piece of dried fruit and some sugar and some water, and you just take like equal parts and put it in like a small container and just let it kind of ferment for a little while. You're talking about Portuguese wine now. Start to bubble up. Yeah, but like a small amount, <laughs> and then you take whatever that 
that kind of doughy shit that comes out of the uh, the flour. Are there any? Oh no, bugs? I think you put flour in it. It's flour, sugar, water, that and dry fruit. That makes more sense. And then you take that little bit and then yeah. start a new culture from that yeah. and that turns into the yeast and you can use I that to bake bread i think that's how you do sourdough to a certain extent yeah it's similar i would love to do sourdough bread i really like sourdough Ew. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> okay sorry oh fuck you tired do i look tired a little bit shut the fuck up <laughs> just kidding i know i look tired guys i'm sorry i didn't do any makeup and I haven't been sleeping because of stress dreams. But I'm here. Here we go. Why do you have stress dreams? I, uh, I think just because of the quarantine thing, not knowing when we're going to go back to work. Do you think there's a real possibility that we might not be back to work for a long time? Yeah. There's a possibility of anything to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You want to get into parallel universes No, for a I don't. Absolutely not. <laughs> want to jump through mirrors with me? No, shut the fuck up. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> I went down the rabbit hole one day on Reddit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I was I was reading about like the the Fermi paradox and why they're The Fermi paradox? The Fermi paradox. No, the Fermi Femi Fer, Fermi Fermi paradox. Fact later. There's a paradox that says um it, it gives you a bunch of reasons why um bunch of raisins. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> why we haven't been uh visited by aliens even though Oh, we have. Well, this it's an argument against it. Okay. Right? Um, it's that it's a paradox that cites how um even though there's a lot of planets that actually could support life, mm. um, based on algorithms, only a certain small percentage of those planets could actually have life on them. Mm. And then from there you have to judge, okay, so what point it in their history of life are they at? Yeah, so are I know we, what you mean. Right, so us as a civilization, what point are we at based in comparison to those other places? Yeah. So if you have another planet with a civilization on it, have they reached their threshold where there's no return, where they can continue to thrive and eventually achieve space travel to mm. become aliens to us and visit us as aliens? Yeah, or are we the aliens? Or... Is it a possibility that we will never get to that point? It's like kind of like throwing the dice and and saying like, okay, you have ten planets with civilizations on it. Mm. Five of those planets will achieve um, space travel, and three of those planets will be able to visit other places, mm. right? Mm -hmm. um, and then there's a whole other range of uh, impossibilities of like, okay, well then they have to fucking find us, right? Mm -hmm. And that. It's like finding a needle in a haystack because everything's so huge. Yeah. Right. So I'm I'm kind of like I'm I'm reading about this and I'm like, holy shit, this is actually a really fucking crazy. Like I love that kind of shit. I'll, yeah. I'll go for hours just reading about that shit. And um, I was I I went down some weird rabbit hole and I started reading about that. There's a whole subculture on Reddit about people. That think that they can, <laughs> they can dimensionally jump 
to other dimensions similar to ours by looking through mirrors. I love it. And focusing <laughs> focusing Just focus. on themselves and then imagining that they're the person on the other side of the mirror. Mm-hmm. And it freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> That's I why mean, you don't let me have mirrors. There's a whole fucking like list of people that are just like, so yesterday I was dimensionally jumping. <laughs> And I jumped into another dimension, and I'm trying to get back to my original one <laughs> because I don't like this one. Yeah. And I couldn't tell if it was like a real, if like it's all a joke. Is this just all a giant troll? Long yeah. Con that, it is tricky on Reddit, too, because a lot of it is just trolls. Dude, it scared the shit out of me so much that I, w- I couldn't stop reading, but I also was avoiding mirrors for a week. <laughs> I love whenever you have like a new tick. <laughs> I wouldn't look at myself in the mirror in the eyes. Gonna be like, I'm not you, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm staying right here. I don't want to jump to the other side. Maybe we can, and if we just you know focus enough, we'll jump into another dimension where there's no virus. That'd be nice, right? No, I want to stay here. I don't know what's on the other side. <laughs> but also, like mirrors are just mirrors. I don't. I don't know. You guys should look it up if you have a chance. There's. We have to look up how mirrors are made, too, because that's something that I don't know and I would like to know. <laughs> I'm just saying just it, it would be great to know how mirrors are made. Okay, cool. So that's a side note. Because when you think about that, like you think about a person who's like, yeah, like they're assuming that there's magic in a reflection in like a completely different world. But like in reality, I think it's just like heated stone or yeah, glass. It's just. So when you think about it like that, you're like, nah, you're fucking losing it. I thought it's just metal or like. Like these metal flakes or I don't know. I have no idea, honestly. I never yeah. actually really thought about it. Well, when I feel like I always end up looking at Just something highly more reflective material. Yeah. Where I'm like, well, no, like I wouldn't like look at myself in a lake and be like, oh, I'm jumping into the lake and now I'm in a different dimension. You know what I mean? <laughs> People with too much time on their hands <laughs> think that shit. I think someone just like smoked too much weed or like did Dude, some it mushrooms. Was, it went fucking Because I have heard, like I've had friends that do like mushrooms or ass and they're like, don't look in the mirror. And I'm like, noted. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's probably what it was. Yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah, because then you start to like have like this crazy. Like I try to be like super rational about that kind of shit, but I I'm like really susceptible and weak when it comes to like other people. I'm like <laughs> irrational like fears. Yeah, <laughs> and when they put faith in that shit, you are you're very superstitious. I don't. I'm like no, I don't. I don't want to know. Just don't fucking tell me. I don't want to know about whatever you have faith in. Why do you think you're like that? Uh, I don't know. I think it's so fun. My mom's a little superstitious, too. Yeah. There's a little, uh, there's certain things that, like, Nate. Windows at night, right? Yeah. That's one. Indians, us Indians don't like to look at outside at the window. It's bad luck to look out the window at night, because you might see something you don't want to see. I think that's true anyway. Like the skin man. Ugh. Yeah. Shivers. Yep. Um, There's like old Indian folklore. Sorry, Native American. We call ourselves Indians. That is interesting though, right? Because I feel like I always say Native American and I correct people that say Indian. But then you guys say... Indian. Indian? Okay. It's like a... Is it just a... It's like our way of kind of taking it back. Yeah. A little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um... Sometimes I I think it's like a it's like a jab at the political correctness too because it's like look at all these white guys they're like oh you you guys are Indians oh now we're Native Americans 
you guys don't know what the call is. You're te- yeah, because they're it's telling not you us. what you're going to be exactly. called. Yeah. Exactly. Because so. they're also saying, oh, like because they named it America, now you're right. Native Americans. Exactly. Um, so, but like aside from all of that, you guys would, would probably be, pa- be called per tribe, like whatever people identified as, right? Like the Acoma or, yeah. yeah so right. so yeah. that's like more of like Pueblo. a specific. Yeah. Acoma Pueblo, yeah. Pueblo Acoma is just the you know, it's 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 own own tribe. Yeah. But within that type of, I guess. Community. Yeah, Native American. There was like, like all the Pueblo dwelling tribes had different families or groups. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you had like, um, different clans. Yeah. You know. That makes sense. Clans were families. Yeah. And. Uh, That's how the Celts were too. I think. Yeah. And like the Scottish and all that. Um, my mom's family is from the Bear Clan. And she told me that we were the shamans, which Ooh, is kind of cool. Maybe that's why you're a little bit superstitious. Why I'm scared and crazy. <laughs> 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 terrified of spirits and shit. It's no, I don't know. I don't know. It's just uh, you grow up hearing shit. And especially if you grow up in an environment that's uh, rife with... Uh, religious stuff and stuff you're supposed to do and supposed to stuff you're not supposed to do. It's yeah. It's not a healthy uh, environment to be in for sure. Cause it kind of breeds that fear into you. And yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe just old habits, old things that I, I can't seem to like, I, it take, it would take a lot for me to get to be able to change some of that. You know what I mean? I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing to believe in that stuff. It's though. almost, it's like written into that. Like, my personality and I, and I know it yeah. and I, and I can see it. And, and at the same time I'm like, but still I don't fuck with that. <laughs> still just in case. Don't fuck with mirrors. Don't fuck with mirrors. No. Have you, you've broken a mirror? I don't see some, it's not that, some stupid bad luck shit. Yeah. You don't I worry broke, about yeah, that. I don't, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Oh, that's interesting. I've opened umbrellas in houses and walked under ladders. Just for and, fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's another bad luck thing? Uh, black cat crossing your path. Um, There's an I'm asshole always... black cat in my neighborhood that crosses oh, really? the street every, and I crosses see him every me. time. Yeah, I'm like I, I'm driving down the road and I'm like, "There's a fucking black cat." And I think about, I'm like, "Yeah, no, whatever. Yeah, it's fine." I am curious. Like, I love to um, look that shit up and be like, "All right, what are like the origins of everything so you can understand it better?" Oh yeah, I'm you sure that I mean? yeah. There's a lot of history. Like, in that. I don't know any of it, but. Could be bad luck because you just like fucking miss some of the shards and then you cut your foot or your hand. Like that that's why it could be bad you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could just be like, oh I'm sure some deep shit is gonna happen to you. Googling in an afternoon, you could find all, all that shit. I got time. Dude. I got time. We should now. do that and we should talk about it. Yeah. Later. Let's do it. Um what else? What's another bad luck thing? Oh, you have the salt. If you spill salt and then you have to throw it I think that's an Irish one, you throw it over your shoulders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I think that is tied in with the Fae to a certain extent. Like, it's bad luck, f- and then you, like, to protect yourself from them, or, like, for them you throw salt? Because I think... I don't know, dude. I don't know. I'd have to look that up a little. My dad might know that better than I do. Yeah. Um, it's because the Irish needed all that salt for those potatoes. Shit's bland as fuck, son. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All I have is like salt water and potatoes. Salt's good luck. Make sure you throw that salt over your left shoulder yeah. in case you got some bad luck. Yeah. Um, I I can't think of any other. Oh, well, you have like stepping on cracks. Um, 
the ladder thing, which still like a ladder could collapse on you if it was shoddy yeah. and someone was standing on it. Um, the number 66 follows me. Oh, yes. <laughs> so glad you brought that up. <laughs> I'm not. Why? Whenever I see it, I it think of you now. Me. It follows the shit out of me. I, I think it's why. just because you're... I know logically it's it. like, okay, this this is a number that I've just trained my brain to notice more. Yeah. And it's really easily recognizable if you... Yeah, because if you're looking six, for six, it, six. you will fucking find it. It's like when yeah. you're like, oh, I just bought a new Volkswagen bug. Yeah. And, and those are super them. recognizable as it is. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm not driving a bug, by the way. I don't I'll <laughs> I wouldn't, know. I wouldn't drive a bug. <laughs> 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 but theoretically, yeah. Um, if you buy a certain car, you're going to start seeing that car everywhere, yeah. right? Same thing with this number. Um, I don't know why. It's just like, hmm, I see that number a lot. And then I started seeing it all the time. And then I started to become obsessed. And I'm like, fuck, what, is this, what does this mean? Does this mean something? Is this bad luck? And then, yeah. And then, and then I started to set his power supply to 6.6 at night. And then in the morning, I was waiting for a reaction. I never got one. Because? Because you were secretly panicking. And I didn't yeah, know. Yeah. I, I hold that terror inside. I don't oh. let anybody know that. Fuck, I'm terrified. I'm a bad friend. I never yeah. did it again. I only did it once. Yeah. I don't know if this isn't like an artist thing. It's just like the obsessive, the constant obsession of like what we're doing and I'm hyper-focused into it. And, but everything else, all that outside stimulus is also affecting um, how I'm thinking about things and how I'm doing things. And um, it's not, if you don't take care of yourself and make sure that you're being you're making healthy habits. Yeah. You get led down some really destructive and terrifying paths. Yeah. I think for you too, like I'm paranoid. I think yeah. everything's following me. Well, there are know? times too, where you don't sleep for a very long time. If you get like very like in the groove of work. So I, I think that can be a little detrimental too. You start like, well, of course I getting can't a little help confused it and it's weird that because during this, the pandemic and we're quarantined inside our houses, mm. I have been waking up every day at like seven. Yeah. And going to bed at like 10. That's so crazy. That's fucking weird. Yeah. I'm on the opposite where I'm not sleeping, going to bed at like 4.30, waking up at like 11 or noon. Really? And then taking a nap. Fuck. Yeah. I'm all fucked up. I'll fix it though. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be fine. No, I find that if I'm not working as, uh, I guess if I'm not focusing on the things that matter most to me at the moment, I'm not a, as a, as obsessive. And it's good though. my body kind of reverts into this like uh, natural groove where it, it thinks it needs to be. So yeah. that means I'm also pushing my body into places that it might not be great for long periods of time. While you're working, you're saying? Yeah. When yeah. I'm working, I'm 100%. completely obsessed about what I'm doing. And yeah. I will, yeah, I'll, I'll come overwork. to work and I'll work until midnight and then I'll come home and then I'll continue to draw until 6 a.m. and then I'll go to bed for six hours and then I'll do it all over again. Yeah, that sounds and terrible. It is terrible. Yeah. But but that's your thing. That's, it works for you. I, sometimes I can't help it. Yeah. I don't know why. That's it's okay. Just, I, I, I think that says a lot about um, the work ethic of this country too. Is It's like you have a lot of uh, life coaches that are posting on Instagram about how they made it. And it's like, oh, I'm relaxing on my day off because I've earned it and I've done all this hard work and I'm yeah. a hustler and you know, self-care. But I'm still working at the same time that I'm, you know, 
doing some self-care. And I'm like, who the fuck has time for self-care? I've got to hustle this shit, son. <laughs> wow. <I'm, laughs> I'll sleep with them dead, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and and, and you like kind of get into that groove. And, and it's like that obsessive, like, no, I want to be better than anybody yeah. else doing this shit. So I'm just going to keep at it and yeah. keep doing it. And then... I've been forced to take this like month long vacation that I don't think I would ever take had I not been forced. No, you wouldn't have. Right. Even though I probably needed it a little bit. I, I, you know, even two weeks would, you know, it's been pretty, I guess what I'm saying is even though it sucks that we're not making money and I'm a little worried about like the future of our careers and everything, it's, it was much needed for me to take a little bit of a break too. Yeah. So, um, circumstances aside um i've been feeling a lot better and i think i'm gonna get back into tattooing even better than before but i think i will i'm gonna try to put the brakes on certain things a little bit and take care of myself a little bit more too that's good i hope you actually do that because i think even before this happened we had had a couple conversations about that yeah i think that'll be good for you i've been doing worse because i am like (laughs) like a ship in the ocean without a fucking rudder and like what do I do? What do I do with myself? I have all this nervous energy and I don't know what to create. Yeah. So I've been just like trying to finish different projects, starting different projects and then like getting frustrated and it's fine. I'm trying not to go on social media as much either because that fucks with me a little bit. Yeah. Because then you just get like stuck looking at what other people are doing. You're like, wow, that's so cool. I'm not so cool. I don't see much of anybody doing anything. No? There are a few people that stand out to me that are actually like trying to help. Um, you know, look for supplies and uh, shore up gloves and masks and stuff for yeah. hospitals. And I think I that's mean, really we did what commendable. We could for that. But I'm also like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not. That's okay. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Oof. I want to know about the skin man. The skin man. Please tell me oh, about yeah, the skin the man. Oh, yeah, the skin man. Fuck's yeah, sake. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, hold on, I gotta... Skin man, skin man, skin man! He's the skin collector. So I found this guy. Oh. Um. And I'm gonna read this to you, because it's really fucking creepy. I got some images, too, for you to check out. All right. Um. Shove your mouth a little closer to the mic while you read. Meow. There you go. Um, it says Japanese Fukushi Masayashi was the world's leading collector of body torn tattoos. Um, he lived between 1878 and 1956. Um, he was a doctor and he removed skin. Um, this is, this is written weird. This is written really poorly, but I'm going to try to read it. This is, uh, what he would do is he would remove the skin um, he would remove people's skin. Yeah. After they had died. Gathering that. Right. Sorry. I'm. This, I got you. It's like half English. Um, it says the first he became the first. What the fuck? I can't read this you shit. You can do it. I don't know how true this is now because I didn't realize how poorly it was written. <laughs> Did you skim it? No, I read it, but I think. Like when you're reading something, yeah. your brain kind of fills in words that, is true. that aren't there. Yeah. And, you know we'll what I mean? So now I'm trying to read it and I can't read it. Um, he be- first became interested in this um, when he was making friends uh, in with 
prisoners and asking their permission to remove their skin after their death. So I, I'm assuming he was a doctor in a oh, prison. Oh, I thought he was so he would a prisoner. Work with either that or I'm assuming he, he must have made friends with some prisoner and became um, intrigued by their tattoos. Yeah. And he wanted to have their tattoos to look at afterwards. Yeah. So he would ask their permission after they died if he could have their skin. Fuck. And he would preserve it. So he said, uh, they say some skins he offered money and bought by paying the person. So after his death, he could withdraw. I don't know what that means. He had collected over 2,000 skins uh, by the time oh my God. he died. Yeah. Where did he put them all in his he house? He had like a skin museum, Fuck. a tattooed skin museum. Dude, some of the fucking images are crazy too. Let me see. Holy shit. That's well done. Ugh. Right? Gnarly. So that, what oh, we're looking at is it's like, up too. it's like a Japanese bodysuit. Oh, this is like uh, weird. Hold on. I don't want it to be like a... So what's interesting is that instead of him getting tattoos so that he could look at his own tattoos, he chose to buy people's skins and preserve them. I imagine if some people weren't like willing, I imagine some people would like just be like, "Yeah, you can have it." <laughs> yeah, I guess if they're dead. <laughs> you know anyway. what I mean? I um, wonder if he went after people who had like a death sentence, like a you know what I mean? Yeah, like, were on death row of some sort. I'm sure that they have that over there. Dude, that looks fucking gnarly though. Uh, what we're looking at is a it's like a mannequin with somebody, some dead guy that's long been buried. It's just his skin wrapped around the mannequin, but you can see all the tattoos. It's like traditional Japanese yeah. tattoo work. I imagine a lot of these guys were like, um, what's that? Yeah, Yakuza and shit like that. Oh my God, that's like a full body suit. It looks like it's unfinished too. He hasn't finished it's it. even got his feet in there. It's, oh. And that's him like touching the skin without gloves. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> um, and uh, there's one skin suit. Just for, yeah, this is creepy shit, out. right? Isn't that yeah. crazy? Yeah. Mm -mm. It's crazy that it's actually preserved, though. Well, it makes sense if you think about people like you would like a deer. You know what I mean? Dude, that's this is whack. A hide. This is well, some dark yeah, shit. I agree. <laughs> And if you look, see this guy right here? Mm -hmm. He's like alive. Yeah, he's alive. Ah! Sorry. And now he's a wetsuit. <laughs> I don't like it. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Can I tell you something? What? It's going to be a little bit off topic, and then we can continue with this. No, it's fine. I just thought this was super crazy and interesting. It's super and, fucked up. Yeah. And I want to get back to it. Um, I was on Reddit, and there was a case, I believe it was in New York City, where they found a fully flayed skin suit. What? They never found the body. They never found out who did it. There's a picture of it. And they just found someone's, like, like just fully flayed skin. And they're like, whoa. Wonder what happened. And that's it. And, like, it's so spooky. Like, someone was just running around fucking... Skinny playing. people? Yeah, and just, like, leave, like, he just, like, fucking left it, like, on the side How of the street. You, did, why would he leave it? 
Do you I think you know. wanted people to find it? I think so. Maybe just be like, <laughs> guess what I've been doing. <laughs> It's like when a serial killer drops a sweater and <laughs> where's <Yeah>. my sweater? <laughs> <laughs> maybe he didn't mean to leave it. Maybe. You know, maybe I don't know. it was an oopsie. Maybe. It's disgusting though. Um, so how do you feel about that? Cause I think it's super interesting, but also creepy. So why would you be obsessed with preserving somebody? I mean, at the same time, it's like, oh, this guy's doing good work preserving all this history. So here's here's a couple of other things, because um, I learned this recently. I thought it was very interesting. So, like, you know how in Japanese culture, a lot of the time people assume that you are some sort of, like, criminal because you have tattoos. Mm-hmm. So originally, where that came from was they would get, like, when you were accused of a crime and, and committed and, like, you were found guilty, they would tattoo you with whatever crime, with a character. It would be somewhere in your arm. So, like, if you stole something, then you would get, like, a thief on your arm. So they started getting cover-ups. That's where it came from. Okay. So they were getting these large tattoos to cover it up so no one would know what they were accused of. That's cool. It's very cool. Second thing is that a lot of the larger forms of skin art are based off of woodblock prints. So it's really right. weird that this guy just didn't get the art. And he was like, no, I have to have the skin. Like, I yeah, need it. Yeah, that makes sense. Very weird yeah. to me. Very spooky. What do you think it smelled like? Uh, stop it. <laughs> Like, what do you think is that? I don't know. Like? I've never, like, I've never been hunting. I've never been around, like, a, a dead animal or person. It's so gross, dude. Uh, so what was it? He said he was a doctor? I don't trust I him. I guess. I don't trust I'm him. I'm going to have to do a little bit more research, but. I hate it. So the money would probably go to their families, I'm assuming. I don't know. Fuck's sake. If I was doing that, I'd be like, can I get that shit for free? <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, nah. Ugh. I'd be like, all right, how about 10 bucks? <laughs> 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 or some cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I mean, these were noodles. prisoners anyway. Yeah, And I'm exactly. sure back then there wasn't any kind of like, like, like did Japanese prisoners have uh, an allowance and a commissary? That it, no, I, I'm pretty sure they know. fed them like rice and water per day. Yeah. And then they just were imprisoned until they died. Like it wasn't. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I really don't know. Especially he, it sounds like he lived a while. Mid 1800s to mid 1900s. Is that what that was more yeah. or less? He lived yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. like around 80. Ninety? Yeah. That's fucking nuts. Um, so so I knew that you were going to tell me a story. I didn't know what it was gonna be about, but I looked up a little something of my own. Um, so I'm gonna take you through a scenario a little bit. Um so say that w- I know you're gonna have to suspend belief because say we're at a beach and you're there mm-hmm. and then I am swimming and then a shark, he gets me, and he kills me, and then my tattooed arm washes up on shore and you're like, Oh my god. My friend Michelle is dead, but I need to preserve her skin. So you call this company from Ohio. Is this the guy that dumps fucking body parts into bottles of No, this is a real thing. So there's a company called Save My Ink. They're out of Ohio, and you bring them your dead loved one. Usually it's in, like, that's a joke. Like, bring their full body, you know? Like, don't hack their arm off and then give them an arm. (laughs) Don't do that. But yeah, you give them the body and like on the website, it's the website is funny to me because they're going out of their way to be like, this is very respectful. Like, don't this isn't a joke. They're trying to sell it. They're selling it. It's like yeah. very respectful. Like, all right. Like if, if you had a loved one and they had artwork and that's how you remembered them, then you can frame it up on your wall and you can and you still can. You can. They do this now today. Super weird. That sounds the guy is called the master embalmer. 
and he he takes he takes your skin <laughs> of your loved one and he takes it off. Do you off think he likes industrial it. music? He probably does. Oh my god, I hope so. Right? Yeah, he's listening to a uh, fuck with the He's probably band. into like new metal. Yeah. <laughs> I, thinking, I can't remember the German band now. What's the one that we played for Danny? And she was like, what is Ramstein? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Um, but I feel like if you, my best friend, died, I wouldn't be like, I need to preserve his tattoos. And we're tattoo artists. I would like. Well, it depends because like the sharks gobbled the rest of you up and all we yeah, have let's left say is that. an arm. Yeah, that's, right? that, yeah. So, so would I'm you. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Dump it in a jar and put it on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> Hang it above your workstation. No, I don't know. Uh, I'd probably bury it. Yeah, bury it. You know? Yeah, yeah, or burn it. Like any normal fucking... Yeah. So I want to know, like, I'm so curious to know the person that... Because I have a different mental state maybe than other people, which is fine. But I want to know why you're framing your loved one's tattoo on the wall. Because sometimes people say, oh, like, it's like a very well done back piece. I put a lot of hours into it. Because there's also people on there that are like, when I die, preserve it. So that like Gross. the art doesn't go to waste. But for me, also like tattooing is such like a personal experience with my clients. And like I love my clients. And like it's for them. So like I feel like it is strange for other people to worship it. Almost. I mean, I can totally. It's kind of weird. It's like a weird. I can get deep with it. Gray area. Yeah. And say no, let's that. Do it. Tattooing is super important to me, but I also realize that all of the art, like my life's work, Hmm. the one thing that I cared about so much is not like, I'm not ever going to be known for it because Hmm. none of it lasts. Everybody dies. People say that tattoos are permanent, but they're not because the people that wear them die. And as soon as I'm finished with a tattoo, your canvas walks out the door. You never get to see it again. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of the people that you tattoo, like You'll probably never tattoo anybody famous, and if you do, it's probably one or two, or you're going to be famous yourself. So yeah. there's no huge uh, chance of you ever a- attaining some kind of uh, fame beyond you know some s- small local um, fame, I guess. Yeah. So it's all going to go away. Yeah. The one thing that matters is your experience and the relationships with your clients that you've forge throughout that career of your life's work and everything and um but it's also how i've always approached art is like i'm not married to any of the tat or any of the drawings or paintings or any of that shit that i do because it's Mm. all like i don't know like people are surprised when i'm when i'm like yeah i just throw it out or i just give it away or you know what i mean i just just, so overstep all the time yeah like i'm not attached to any of my art because i can always paint something else as yeah. long as I'm alive and breathing, I can always do something else that's even better than what I did before. Yeah. So what's the always point getting of getting better. too sentimental over a piece? I don't have any kind of – like I love seeing tattoos that I've done in the past come in and, and pieces that I've really liked. And I'm like, oh, that, you know, like I'm really proud of this piece. But it, at the same time, it's just the experience of seeing it and then letting it go. It's It's like a full – it it opens the experience and closes. You get closure from it at the same yeah. time, and you you don't have to be attached to it anymore. So, I I find it weird when people think that they need to save people's skin because <laughs> yeah. it's like, dude, you have weird attachment emotional issues. Yeah, like just let it go, just bury it. It's, it's also over. interesting that they're they're equivocating like their loved one or whoever 
I don't, because, um, I don't know, to me, like, I don't see your tattoos anymore. Like, I obviously, I'd see them visually, like, because right. they're on you. But I don't think about it unless we're in, like, public and someone's, like, staring at your head right. or something like that. I'm like, oh, yeah, he looks kind of scary. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> also why I love traveling with Fred whenever we do a road trip. Because I'm like, no one's going to fuck with me. Um, but I don't, I don't relate that to the personality or to the right. person. Because like, yeah. it, it's... It's just art that they like, and they had an experience with tattoo artists. So, like, it's it's interesting. The first guy, the Japanese fellow, I feel like he he was he just wanted that art. I don't I don't know what his deal uh, is. He was also Very I mean, doctors are scientists, right? Yeah, I and mean, they're intrigued about the world and the human body and how it works. And um, I imagine he probably got hit super interested in the topic and yeah. um, decided to start. Skin museum. Skin, skinning people. Would you go to the skin museum? <laughs> they probably still have it, right? I don't know. Maybe. They must still have it. Yeah. Maybe if, it, if it's not run by crackheads. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Scary people. <laughs> well, I feel like... I went to... Do you remember the Body Works um, exhibit? It was at like Science Museum yeah, or It was something. like that European thing. I don't know it if was, it was European, but it oh. was like donation. Like a lot of people had they donated their bodies. People. Yeah, they, they were, preserved people. Yeah, they preserved people. I did not like it. I went when I was, like, younger. Um, like, I could it understand. It was really weirdly sexual, too, wasn't it, in certain areas? I thought so with certain things they were doing. I felt like it was, like, and I don't know. I'm not, I don't consider myself a prude, but with some of this stuff, I was kind of like, ah, I don't know about those poses. Like, it almost seemed, like, kind of goofy. Um, it just fucking weirded me out. Like, it's interesting, like, and I, I have no problem, like, looking at, like, a circulatory system or, or like, a model or, or something like that. It was the weird poses that they would put them in, right? Yeah, it was the like, poses. It's just, like a family of, yeah, like, four. Yeah, yeah, And then you're Mom, like, Mom, dad, and Christ. kids, and they're, like, like yeah. walking. And <laughs> yeah, there's people, like, ice skating like, these are dead stuff. people. These are, like, real people that are dead, and their organs are all, like, Because you know that, out. like, the way, because I start thinking about, like, all right, someone in the fucking room, the boardroom is, like, what if they're ice skating? Like, with their family? <laughs> like I do. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like they had to be, wouldn't that be fun yeah. like but they're probably so like used to it they're like oh these are just preserved bodies no big deal like yeah. just, just make them ice skate yeah or like i know there was one where they're like there was a person like embracing from the back or whatever and i was like ah that's weird yeah that is weird yeah i never went but i remember seeing pictures of it and being kind of creeped out about it i remember it freaked me out and then i went and got really delicious vermicelli with um serena and my buddy james and anthony I was like, this is delicious food, and now I feel better. Yeah. You couldn't yeah. tell. Food's a real staple. <laughs> Have you ever touched eat. a dead body before? Um, held a dead rabbit once. <laughs> Not on purpose. A dead human. Poor thing. Um, I don't think so. If I had, it would have been at a wake, but I don't like to. My aunt did try and crawl into the casket for my grandmother's wake, though. That was embarrassing. <laughs> it was like that's really dark and sad but funny to me i know <laughs> oh, poor thing well like part of the Why? family was like oh no what's happening because she was just upset you i think get she in was trouble trying... for talking about this i thought about that after i said it i don't, <laughs> I don't think so i think i'll be good um because it happened and that's i'm probably gonna get in trouble for laughing at that that's probably not good that no it's all funny. right um you don't know my family and that's okay and it's such a weird thing to say and to have someone not respond. Like, um, I think she, she was like, she was trying to like hug my grandma, kind of. Let me like, come with you. But she don't. 
It's worse because she actually did die after that. Oh, um, fuck. What the fuck? <laughs> what so now you look fuck? like an asshole. Oh, um, man. No, it's okay. We can cut it. We can edit it, maybe. Or just edit it for me. So Is I can it bad that we, like, I know for a fact that you deal with death with humor. Like, you have to laugh about it, right? Yeah. I think so. I think I... I can't. I can't I also not talk it. about that shit without... You are way worse than me, actually. You deal with it with humor, and I feel like I just kind of pretend like I haven't seen them for a while. Like, I like it doesn't feel real to me. I'm just like, I just haven't visited. Like, I didn't see them before too often, so, like, they're still out there. So I just ignore it. <laughs> I'm like, no, they're still somewhere out there. Very Irish of you. Uh, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> like, I still have, like, if someone dies that you love, like, you still have really good memories of them. So, right. but if it was someone that I see every day... Or that, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. That would be very bad and very different. Um, but, like, so far, the people who have passed that have been close to me have been people that, like, I might go, like, a few weeks or months without seeing. So it's it's felt yeah. different. Yo, if I die before any of you guys, I don't want anybody crying. There's got to be, like, a big-ass party. And... I'm going to set up mirrors everywhere. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> <laughs> um... You know what? I wish like you could plan your death in you a way can. like well okay. That's what a will is for. Well, no, but in a way that like you want to choose because you have to. You have to. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I would do a video roasting the shit out of everybody. Do it. You can do whatever you want. Um, I think it'd be funny. It's hard to deal with that because I know that me and you we've we're supposed to figure out what to do if something happens to one of us for the business and well, we've been putting yeah. it off. Because um, no one wants to actually do. Well, that in shit. reality, it is a tough thing to talk about. It's yeah. Like, no, I don't want to. Yeah, no, we don't want to talk about it. Just let the chips fall and yeah, <laughs> let our spouses figure it out. Let our spouses figure out which ways just they want to preserve inherit, our skin, inherit our problems. Yeah, <laughs> deal with it. They'll figure it out. Um, don't save my skin, please. I'm gonna slice and dice your skin. Gross. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. The other okay, so yeah, another thing is, what if the person didn't want you to slice and dice their skin? You know? Yeah, I don't and know. And then you slice and dice them up, and they're like, dang. Depends if they had a will or not. Yeah. But I don't like, know how wills work. It's weird. Do you remember that one Craigslist thing where, like, someone someone was asking, like, oh, like, my buddy died. I want to take their skin, their tattoo, cut it off of them, and have it and stitched put it on mine. into yeah, my arm. I do remember that. Yeah, that yeah. was fucked. Wait, who said that? It was someone on Craigslist. It was. I, I remember it being. It could have been on Reddit or oh, something. Oh, I thought but somebody it was, called in. No, <laughs> but we got a lot of calls about the ashes. Yeah, that annoys the shit out of me. Yeah, I don't love that. I felt really bad. There was a woman that came in, and <laughs> admittedly, so when people come in and talk to me for some reason, I don't think like. A, I've had incidents before where it's maybe I'm just too direct and it just goes poorly. And I totally admit to that. Like, I'm not as much of a people person as, say, my wife who runs the front desk. So I can understand that. I'm just fucking direct. I just tell her how it is. And a woman came in and she was like, oh, you know, we're new in town. And I was thinking about getting tattoos. I was like, cool. What are you looking to get? And she goes, well, uh, I want to get this tattoo for my pet. Oh. But I was wondering if you can mix the ashes in with the ink. And I'm like, no, probably not. <laughs> and she was like, oh, oh, well, how come? And I said, it's because it's not sanitary. Yeah. It's probably not a good idea to do that. Yeah. And she was with her daughter at the same time. Mm. 
and her daughter, you could tell her daughter was like, mom, you're embarrassing me in front of the tattoo artist. Cause she was like, yeah, mom, like that's gross. Why would you do that? <laughs> and it was like so awkward, awkward yeah. to like watch this weird interaction of like, okay, now the daughter's trying to play. Daughters cool, can right? be little bitches yeah. too. Cause I've had like a couple of like mother daughter tattoos. Yeah. Sometimes they're just like, they're so mean. Yeah. Like Jesus, like you're making you look bad. Like your mom's fine. Like your mom. <laughs> The whole interaction just went really poorly. Yeah. And, I, like, they left, and I was like, did I sound like an asshole? Because yeah. I was like, no, that's probably unsanitary. That's probably not a good idea. Yeah. I, I researched it, it online because it, like, had to do kind of with what we were talking about. Um, like, there's people that claim that it's sanitary because it's going through, like, a, like they're being um, incinerated. So they're like, oh, like, any germs would be, um, they'd be killed. But at the same time, like it's you're still like that it's urn is sitting there, and at like all, though. It's just, I don't, yeah, I don't, you know, I just don't feel comfortable doing it. And also, like in a very real way, like uh, your body might just be flushing that out anyway. You know what yeah, I mean? I like, mean, black ink is made it. of carbon, right? Yeah. So I mean, I a guess pure it would carbon, yeah. it would mix in with the. I don't know, man. It's just not do that. Like, don't mix fucking dead body parts in with the ink. Yeah, it's not a good idea. Stop mixing dead things. In. I wouldn't like take burned trees and put them into. It's not very ink, vegan of so. you. That's true. That's very true. Not very vegan at all. It's also yeah. You're creepy. contaminating my vegan. Eggs. I have dead animals in my skin. Yeah. But dogs. <laughs> We're gonna get some shit for I those. I have dead puppies in my. I also hair. don't know like how that. I just don't know how it would heal because I also I did research it and a lot of people said that their tattoos were super itchy afterwards and very very raised. I was like, well, it's probably because you put a bunch of. It's probably because it's fucking. You got ghost dogs in your fucking skin, man. <laughs> it's the superstitious shit yeah. coming out. It's like, no, yeah. it's bad juju, man. You don't do that shit. I do get like, I'm not like um, a commemorative or memorial kind of person, so I understand that. Other no, I just are. let it ride. I'm like, yeah, just there was one time a person then that I knew, and now I don't know them anymore. They're gone. Jesus fuck. That's it. They're just gone. No memorials. Well, I mean, like tattoo, <laughs> tattoo wise, like. <laughs> I don't know. I, I maybe I haven't been hit hard enough, but like I, I just don't think that way. Like if something passes, I don't see the need to like put it on. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I, I don't see the it. need to have. Yeah. Um. Like dead people that I loved, their faces on my body, but that's just me. Yeah. It's weird to me. And we recognize that not everybody feels this way. I would get a dog's face. That's just I, like over. Isn't that? I think that's it's so just fucking like hypocritical like, and kitsch of me to say, but. Well, one of the things that I always think about whenever I see someone with portraits is that whoever's fucking them is going to have to look like look at their mom or their dad portrait. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think about that all the time. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. Uh, I think there's also like a... So it's like your husband got like a like a portrait of his grandmother right here on his chest. And said, yeah, and some people do. And then he's like, mm, yeah, let's get it on, baby. And you just see like grandma like... <laughs> no. Same thing with Jesus. <laughs> I'm gonna kill oh Frank because he has asthma. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> but it's the same thing with people that get Jesus and Virgin Mary. Also, <laughs> fuck. God damn it, friend. Oh my god. 
<laughs> You're doing dog style for the rest of your life if that happens. That's true. <laughs> uh. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're going to make uh. sure that whatever you got on your back piece, too, is, is nice. <laughs> Girls and guys. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah, seriously. Um, yeah. <laughs> Oh man. Fuck. <laughs> I never thought about that. That makes a Seriously? lot of sense. Seriously? Yeah. Really? Dang. No, I know I never thought about I that. I think about it every time I see a portrait tattoo. <laughs> every time. Especially I watch UFC for the tattoos basically. Yeah. And for like looking at like nice bodies and violence. Um you're familiar with violence. <laughs> <laughs> But like I love what like looking at the tattoos and a lot of people have portraits. There's one guy I think that has a portrait of his ex girlfriend or ex wife and it's huge. Like it's like a big half sleeve on his arm. Yep. I'm like, oh no. Gotta samurai that bitch. Ugh. Turn her into samurai. Or skull. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Skull yeah, it up, yeah. zombie her up. Samurai's good. Yep. Ugh. I've okay. seen those. Uh what the fuck was that? Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. What was that? That was your phone or your do you have like a messenger happening on your laptop? The oh, volume is low. Oh yeah, I think it it was probably messenger. Oh. Weird. Or something. <clears throat> um, have you ever been hit on while you've been tattooing? You you can do yes or no. I mean, not blatantly. Not blatantly. No, women are pretty subtle with it when they're like. Well, in my experience, most women are. Pretty subtle with, you know, the propositions. <laughs> Jesus. I don't think I've ever been hit on. They're always like, so have you ever been, like, paintballing or anything? And I'm like, no. And they're like, oh, I paintball. And I'm like, cool. You just don't give them anything for the conversation? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Or it's like. <laughs> I know what you're getting at. No, I've. So before I even mentioned that earlier, I, I just had it done. I was like a question to ask. Really? Yeah. Just because I was like, oh, I feel, well, because I started thinking and I don't really have too many like spooky guys store or like spooky people stories. Mm -hmm. There's one actually that I'm came in the front of my mind, but I don't get hit on a lot by clients, but I think I'm also like fairly like professional and very straightforward and I try not to. You're cold to, as fuck, son. Yeah. <laughs> You're a goddamn ice queen. But it's Like not the apprentice is afraid of you. No. Yeah, they are. They're totally like I don't want to talk to Michelle. Oh shit! Sorry. She's she's an ice queen. Can't read her. She's an ice queen. And I'm like, why? I'm not afraid of her. <laughs> I'm not afraid of her. <laughs> um, which is funny. I I said something. It was one of my clients the other day. I was like, ah, oh, because I'm a cause I'm a cold stone bitch or something. And they were like, you're like the nicest person I've ever met. And I was like, oh, no one else thinks so. And she was like, you want fuck? <laughs> God, Fred. No, I don't think so. Um, was she hitting on you? I don't think so. Oh. No, it was just like one of my, I think she's straight. No, it was just one of my clients because like I think May came over and was telling me something and I said something I joked that yeah. I was a bitch and that I think it was probably about the apprentices. I think you. It, and she was like, no, you're, you're nice. And I was like, thanks. As far as like you keeping it profesh, profesh. I think you're really good at that. Profesh and I, I think that, I think you have a way of overcompensating a little bit though too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and that's not a bad thing, but I think you look at yourself as I'm a woman and I'm in a predominantly male, uh, 
industry, right? <clears throat> and I'm trying to make my way through it without taking any shit from people. Yeah. You know? I think once... I don't think you take yeah. any shit whatsoever, and you're just, you're like, I'm here, and I'm, I'm here to do this job, and fuck you. I think I, yeah. <laughs> I think I used to be, like... And you're just kinda, cold. You're yeah. just straight face. And, like, if you have to do any, like, serious, like, I have to talk to this person, you're just straight up, like, okay, so... This is what's happening. You're like you're not no smiles, no like emotion. You're just yeah. emotionless. Yeah. I have to so lock it down. I understand. Like you're just like this is me serious and this is all business and it's there's no emotion in it. So don't take it personally. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, but also um, take me seriously. I think that was the thing. Like I think when I started off, I wasn't taking it seriously, and I because I know like even when when we first set up uh, the shop here, like if I asked a contractor a question. Um, it was never Tony Aruda who he, he never did that to me. I feel like I have to say that because he's like the number one contractor we've used. Tony's the man. He's great if you guys need a, a contractor. Um, but like a couple <laughs> of other guys, like I would ask a question and they would look Fred in the eyes and answer. And it just like, I feel like a lot of like little things happen. And I was like, okay, I can't well, ask like, nicely yeah. anymore. Like I can't be sweet and, and Situations nice where we're like, we're both the business owners and they were only talking to me. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Which like, it is what it is. Like I understand I understand sometimes it's it's not, I don't know, they don't do it on purpose, but I felt like because I was also young, because I was 24 when we opened this, Yeah, I felt like I had to, I had to overcompensate and like be more, like have better posture, like speak more firm, like lower my voice a little bit in order to have people listen to me. Yeah. Uh, which my mom told me that when I was younger, she was like, if you ever need to like be t- like if there's ever someone, she has a lot of things that she tells me about yeah. men. She was like, you got to lower your voice when you're talking to someone if you want them to take you seriously. But at the same time, she laughs at you all the time oh for my being God. too serious. She's such a pain in the ass. She did this she, to me. <laughs> at your wedding, you were getting so pissed off. And you were like, Mom, just get the fuck out of the room. <laughs> and she was like, ha, <laughs> 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 She uh, thinks you're hilarious when you're mad. She thinks she it's just, funny. For yeah. any, like, that's the worst, too, because... Like, she taught you how to be, like, firm with men, but at the same time, she's like, but I'm not going to take you seriously at all. No. I love my mom. Um, and I do feel bad because, like, and I think it's, like, moms, it, I don't, I know your mom, you have a good rapport with her, but I feel like for some reason, like, moms with daughters, like, is a different thing. I don't know why. I mean, I can't relate because I'm not yeah. a daughter, so. No, I know. I, I just feel like but, they yeah, have so like, much, like, power. Oh, and it's such a different dynamic. It's so difficult to, like, navigate things sometimes when you get like older because I, I don't know it's just weird i don't know because i feel like now i'd have to ask my sister about it yeah but my sister my both my sisters have a really good relationship with my mom yeah and it's like they're all like they just i don't know they're all attached at the hip and yeah i have a great <laughs> relationship with my mom but no one can make me more anxious than her because i think it, she just has a lot of like she worries for me you know right. what i mean but then when you if you're worrying for someone and you tell them all the things you're worried about then you're like, fuck, should I be worried about that? Yeah. You know what I mean? My mom makes me feel like I worry way too much, which I'm sure that she thinks I worry too much. So. <laughs> I mean, you do. She's, <laughs> she's like, you're fine. You'll be fine. Stop That's worrying. You're going to be fine. Yeah. When I actually start worrying and I call my mom, she's like, everything will be fine. Yeah. But like up until that point, she's worried about everything. Like when we first set up, she was like, why would he want to set up a business with you? What does he want? You know what I mean? Like, well, he must be after something. I'm like, Jesus. 
She's a very alert woman. I always found that insulting a little bit. That makes sense. She didn't yeah. know you, though. I get it. I mean... You're a scummy guy. <laughs> <laughs> Tattooing's kind of scummy, isn't it? Yeah, my dad was worried about like motorcycle um, gangs and stuff like that when yeah. I first was going to do the apprenticeship. I mean, there is that. Yeah, he wasn't tattoo. fully wrong, um, yeah. and it, I had just had to explain to him like it's not that kind of thing. He was like, "You better fucking I watch your back." Yeah, I stay away from that as much as possible. Yeah, I think yeah, the whole shop does. I'd rather not. <clears throat> uh, no gangs, no gang tattoos yeah. of any kind. Um, so that's why I don't get hit on at work. I'm a cold bitch. I'm really not that bad to clients though. But I feel like I no, you're not. I just don't want to have that awkward like sexual tension. I don't want anybody to think that they can talk to me a certain way or, like, do anything like that. You know what I mean? What? You, you, look you don't like want anybody to just keep braiding your hair over there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Someone in the shop had a fucking client. Yeah, we talked about it last podcast. Did we? Yeah. All right, then I won't talk about it again. Germex and the boys over here. So there was a girl that was blatantly hitting on me and i just wasn't like i was freshly single too i wasn't yeah like, you were I but i was like trying to be a good girl like i wasn't you trying were. to get anybody's pants yeah. i was like no i'm just just me for a while guys just gonna be single yeah just learn how to be single for a little while yeah that worked for a bit <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh i would i tattooed her all day and we finished up and she was like so is there any good places to go uh get something to eat, you want to go get a beer? And I was like, yeah, sure, it's probably a spot down the street. But, like, the tension was, like, palpable all day. Like, she was, like, I remember. she was digging me. And I was just trying to just, like, I wasn't I wasn't into her, really, at all, you know? I yeah. Was, I was very flattered. I thought it was nice, but I didn't, yeah. like. But then, like, I got caught in this, like, okay, well, now she invited me out for beers, and she's from out of town, so I feel obligated as a, a good host and tattoo artist to, you know, um, I don't know, be nice and go get a beer with her. I think that's, that's not yeah. a big deal, right? Yeah. So I did, but I begged you to come along <laughs> with me <laughs> to yes. third wheel it. <laughs> yes, I was the opposite of a wingman. Yeah. So we were at the, the table uh, with our beers waiting for food to come in, and I can't remember. What did she say? She said something like... Uh, I remember something. I don't know if it's too specific, though. It was something about sex, and she was like, don't you ever just want to, like, have, like, a... Oh, that's right. Like, just, like, a fling or like whatever. Like, a fling. Like, yeah. flings are great, right? And I'm like, yeah, flings could be cool. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, um, yeah, sometimes it'd just be nice to have something without any strings attached. And... Um, and it's I like was a like, one-night stand, basically. Yeah, she was going much. on. Yeah. And then you were like, no, She was like, you no. just don't want to, like, snuggle sometimes. I'm like... I mean, that's cool, yeah. Yeah. that's Yeah, I like to do that sometimes. I remember you did say, though, that you were like, no, I, I prefer to and be I was in like, a committed relationship. But I think the next person I'm with is definitely I'm going to be in a committed relationship with. Yeah. And you had gone to the bathroom. You came back yes. during that conversation. Well, I came back also during something else, which was um, this girl showing you, like, a naked painting, like a figure painting. And, like, we all, you know, we did figure painting in college. No big deal. Um and then she, like, segued in. So she was like, oh, you like this? Like, isn't that? Oh, that's nice. She was and like, look at these paintings. Yeah, and we were and like. it was, like, naked. That's cool. And, like, it was a tits. naked girl. Yeah, it was yeah, tits. It was all boobs. Um, it was all boobs. And, and then 
And you're like, ah, that's cool. It's figure painting. We've seen it before. No big deal. And then she was like, I was the model. Yeah, she was like, that's me. And the artist. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, she's thirsty. Yeah. We got to pump the brakes on this. <laughs> I was like, I was gone for three seconds. <laughs> Fuck. That's um, what happens when you leave, Michelle. Yeah, that's true. I think it has worked out really well for us traveling, though, because we're both, for anyone that doesn't know, we're both married, um, and we're not married to each other. But when we travel, I think people assume that we are. So, like, when, even All when the we time. Went, yeah, when we went and guest spotted in Pennsylvania, like, um, one of the guys there, like, approached me, and, like, he, I think he was like, oh, I want to buy you a drink, but, like, your boy's over there. And I was like, what do you like, mean? That's what's up. I was Don't like, fuck oh, with them because they'll fucking kick your ass, bitch. I was bitch. like, we're, we're co-owners, but like, I want a free drink, you know? <laughs> oh, <that's my laughs> I'm dog. just joking. Um, but no, like, no they, I don't care. Get free drinks. You don't have to use me as your no, pseudo boyfriend. I can't do that. I've never done that, actually. Yeah. No, I've never done that. I also, like you said, I can be like, if there, if I don't want to talk to a man, I'm not going to do it. Like, I don't feel that polite obligation to be like <laughs> don't tell me i'm pretty yeah um because i don't really feel like i need it and also i just think it's rude because i'm like wasting that single guy's time or married guy whoever knows what's happening i never understood the whole like i'm gonna buy a girl i like a drink oh thing. usually you put a roofie in it that's how it works <laughs> sorry okay. it's a joke, it's a joke. <laughs> uh, i yeah, mean no, you I seem know. pretty serious on that note like don't drink drinks from i did get roofied once yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, but I was with my was it good family? No, <laughs> <laughs> I was okay. with my family. I was with like it was me, my husband, and then Stephanie, who's my sister, and her husband. And like, I swear to God, we got roofied because I had two gin and tonics, and I've I've never thrown up at an establishment ever. What's the point of roofing roofing somebody if you don't even have a chance to fuck them? Oh well, the last thing he said to me <laughs> is that should before, I not ask that question? <laughs> I think you already know the answer. That's, that's the point of the roofie. Uh, that's the only time you use it. No, but like if there's, you have to, you can't just go to the fucking bar and just roofie every drink and be like, <laughs> that one, that one might got a chance. Like I'm going to increase. It used to happen I'm going to increase the, the quantity of it. Yeah. So that you can. Despite the quality of the catch. Mm. Right. Because you large might net, have like a, a good. Net. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you just roofie every fucking Fucked drink. Up. Yeah. No, you can't. You you have to be smart if you're going to roofie <laughs> I feel like you shouldn't be giving tips on this. <laughs> no, no, no. Cause, <laughs> because you have to understand. You can't just go in and be like, this girl over here with her mom and dad and her grandma, she's getting it. Yeah. Like, you can't just roofie her drink because you have no shot. You're just going to send a girl home with a headache and no memory. With a headache. <laughs> no, no, no memory of, not, yeah, it's of not grandma's great. birthday. Like, it, <laughs> We were at a really, like, scummy not it was just like a local chinese restaurant but like it wasn't like fancy or anything it was right. like late night but the last thing that he said to me before he left because he was just like some dude that like we were doing karaoke and he was like oh let, let's get around for them and my sister was like i mean all of us like i was like 21 maybe so you're like yeah like free drinks like whatever and i'm yeah. with my family like i feel safe i'm with my boyfriend i feel safe yeah um so before the guy left he said um i have a condom on my dick right now but I guess this isn't going to work, so I'm just going to go. And I said, I think that would be best. Wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Back up again? So wait. Yeah. You're with your family. Yeah. And what happened? 
So I'm with my family. I think I went to the bathroom, and then, like, on my way back, he... he Wait, who's this guy? He's just some guy that was at a Chinese restaurant. We were, like, me and my sister, like, my family, Anthony, we were all doing karaoke here, and this guy, like, came up, bought us around a drink. So he was just, like, just hanging out. He was my sister and my um, brother-in-law's age, so I was like, oh, maybe he's local. They were from the same area. I'm not going to say where it was. Um, And then he told you that, hey, I got a condom on my dick, but this don't look like it's going to work out, so I'm going to leave. Yeah. Yeah, you said that. Enjoy your headache. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy your fucking headache. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a brain splitter. So what What happened then? Like it was, Um, you... I I threw up like a lot and got really sick. Um, Anthony was really fucked up. Um and then like he brought me back to I went back to Anthony's place or wherever he lived at the time. Um, and I was like still like really sick and like, I only had two drinks. Um, I don't know if it was like a roofie or if it was something else, but like something happened. It was, that was not normal. Like it was enough where everyone that was there was like, yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't right. Jesus. Um, that's terrifying. It was really weird. Again, it's a miracle that every day we're not raped. See? Rape is just around the corner. Absolutely. It's come to get you. Yeah. Does he have a daughter? Is that what he says that? Chris Dodd? I think it's two sons. Oh. Pretty sure. Um, I feel like that's how my mom raised me. She also uh, tells me, here's another sweet tip. Um, if you're going into Boston, wear aviators with mirrored lenses so that no man can look at you, but you can keep an eye on what he's doing. That's another mom tip. <laughs> okay. There you go. <laughs> I used to have those cool spy sunglasses. And they had like little mirrors on the side so you could see people behind you. How old were you? I was pretty rad. I don't know. I was like third grade or some Aww, shit oh <laughs> that's cute i like that <laughs> that's like i needed those bread. you did it was People funny following me, man you're like um a horse but the opposite of blinders <laughs> i don't know i was i had sears <laughs> <laughs> you just like our regular stupid glasses mm-hmm. we're so blind we'd be so fucked without these i think i think every glass glasses pair of glasses <laughs> Should have me. Okay, I'm just gonna stop talking. <laughs> hey guys, what's going on? This is Fred Cheatham from 1001 Troubles Tattoo, and I just wanted to give you guys an update on what's going on. Um, Michelle and I have been practicing safe social distancing for the past two weeks. We haven't seen each other, uh, but we set, decided that uh, it was time to get together and do a little video because um, we still have a business to run and, and try to uh, save from. Uh, dire straits yep. and collapse <laughs> as yep. we everybody is facing uh, a little economic strain right now especially because yeah, we're out crisis. of work and, um, the update right now as far as the shop being open is that we don't know when we're allowed to open back up tentatively the governor has said that we're allowed to open up on the 13th yes i would still be surprised if that was going to happen i know that in massachusetts they're having a little bit of a tougher time with the virus and their date is may 5th so i wouldn't be surprised if it was closer to that she hasn't mentioned any new dates yet i would like to open up as soon as possible so if april 13th rolls around and we're open then great but we don't want to put a definitive uh time on it yet yeah because it seems to always change right for now, we are going to keep uh, honoring appointments until we come to a week where we have to cancel them. So we're just taking it week by week. Yep. Um, we're not going to cancel until 
I've been doing it every Monday. So every Monday Same. I get up yeah. and I cancel appointments with my clients. Yep. And so keep an eye out for those right. uh, those emails if you know that your appointment is upcoming. I also did update the voicemail. So if you happen to give us a call, um, that will be updated with any new news All right. when we get it. Great. Um, another thing is we are trying to uh, shore up some money to help us stay in business, uh, help pay the rent, pay the bills, because those don't stop even though we're out of work right now. Um, so we are designing a t-shirt. Details will be in the comments below mm -hmm. or in the description below. I'll post a link and um, yeah, that money is going to just go towards us sort of kind of getting through this month. Um, and it'll be a cool design. So if you guys feel like helping us out, please do. Yeah, it's going to be like a limited edition t-shirt. So Yeah, it's specifically um, for it. It's right. like made with this in mind. Yeah. Um, do you want to do hoodies too? We can do hoodies. Yeah, that'd be cool. People love hoodies. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost summer in my mind, but a hoodie would be nice. Cool. So... Yeah, um, I know that it, it's, it's, I feel like it's a lot to ask anybody for money. We're not, I don't want to sit here fe feeling like we're begging people, but if you support us and you like us and you want a cool t-shirt, we would be greatly appreciative of any support and help that you can give us to, you know, just keep the lights on and uh, keep our families fed. So, yeah. um, and it's going to, it's a cool t-shirt too. So yeah, it's not like we're robbing you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, but um, but yeah, obviously, if if you don't have the means to support us, don't. We still love you. Um, but if you if you like t-shirts and hoodies, then uh, yeah, just buy one and help us out. Cool beans. Yeah. All right, we love you guys. Thank you so we much. We will see you later, and uh, stay tuned. Uh, we're updating the website. Uh, it'll be all brand new, and we'll have the link on there for the new t-shirts. So yeah. Go check us out. All right. Bye. Bye. Ha, 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 ha.